0: Hello and welcome to the Cabin 3 podcast. I'm your host Sam Stewart and you're with me in Cabin 3. Now before we get started, can I just say I'm in absolute bliss. It's sheet day everyone. My sheets are freshly clean. I've just climbed into bed. I've finished my shift. Oh god it's so good. Especially it's been a busy few weeks or busy week because we do it weekly on board. Uh Busy week, and my bed has just got full of sand, salt, and sea water. Um, so, it's I'm just really appreciating the cleanliness of my sheets. Pete, a lot of people I speak to, and Honor included, hate making beds, um, but I love it because every pillowcase, every step of the way, you're just getting closer to being in absolute bliss. I'll tell you what, bed. I'm going to sleep the hell out of you tonight. Anyway, let's get on with the show. It's episode seven, and it's a good one. I'm going to give you an insight into home education. Yep, bit weird, but uh, I was home educated. I'm going to give you the reasons why I was, uh, my experiences with it, pros and cons. Uh, I'm guessing a lot of people don't really know how home education works, so uh, I've got lots of funny stories and insights for you. It's going to be a good one on this week's Green. I hated school oh it was rubbish it wasn't for me I never enjoyed it. I did primary school believe it or not that was ass ah, all right you would mess around with paints and stuff and use super glue and print stick and all that and it's arts and crafts really it's not school so that was okay had a brief stint at middle school don't really understand what middle school is still don't know why I was there ah bad choice parents. And then i did go to secondary school for a year and a term and that was it that's all i did now as i got older uh in this middle school secondary school era i did have to perfect my craft as it were of skiving and let me tell you i got pretty good i got very good had a technique called it the hot face and uh, what i would do Mum and Dad always had the heating on in the house, even if it's the summer. Well, you're not at school the summer, so it didn't really matter. But heating's always on, and uh, if I didn't want to go to school the next day, this is guys, this is a life hack. This is how you do it, all right? You're lying in bed. I was a very light sleeper as a kid, didn't sleep much, so I'd be in bed and I could hear Mum and Dad walking around downstairs, and they'd always check on me and my sister before they go to bed. So I'd time it right, and I'd put my face on the radiator. Get my forehead piping hot. Honestly, I don't know how I didn't get scar tissue. Put your head on there, hold it. Even when it hurts, your eyes are streaming, okay? Right? You're holding it there. As soon as I heard mum or dad walking up the stairs, I'm like, this is the moment. Here we go. Planting the seed. I'd hop into bed, right? And then the door would open and I'd start shivering. Start shivering. My mum, I'd be asleep but shivering. My mum would be like, oh, darling. Oh. And then she'd touch my forehead and feel the the nuclear heat coming off it. And she'd be like, oh, Colin. Oh, Sam's ill. He's ill. Yeah. And I'd be there, smug as a bug, thinking this is it. Right. So that's just step one. Okay. And then step two, you do the same again the next day. Right. And as mum or dad is, like, touching my head and feeling the heat again, because my head's been on that radiator, I start coming round and I'm shivering, I'm like, I don't feel well, and then they'll be like, oh, it's okay, you just just have a day at home, okay, well, cool school, and that was it, I did that for about 80% of my last few years of school, oh, it's brilliant, guys, so I know it's a bit late for some of you, but if you're going to have kids, well, maybe don't teach them this, because you'll never know if they're real, um, but it's a good one, it works quite well. So yeah, um, I finished secondary school after the year and a term and I finished because mum and dad were bored of being normal basically. Like let's be cool hippies. Let's have gypsy children. Okay? So they my dad sold his business. He was a graphic designer. My mum, she's a yoga teacher. She's just like bought a few extra yoga mats and we bought a camper van, a Ford Montego 1996 I think. I uh, bought it off eBay. I thought eBay was mental. I was thirteen. I was like, "What is this? What is this on, online thing? You're just buying stuff." We won the auction and we got this this motorhome and packed it up. Dog, cat, me, and my sister, mum and dad, and away we went. And we travelled around Europe for about eighteen months. Oh, it was great. But of course, we had to be in some form of education. So mum and dad registered me and my sister as home educated, which is what you have to do. They make out in the news that home education is illegal, you know? But it's not. You just have to register your kids. You don't have to prove anything. You don't have to prove any form of education. You just have to let the government know, yeah, they're not going to be going into school because we're educating them. And that's it. But it was the most amazing experience. Our days would uh, kind of consist of getting up at nine, right? We'd be in a new place every day. That's the great thing about it. You're in France, for example. Oh, bit of language. Let's go to the shop, only speak in French, order a baguette and a croissant, right? Je voudrais un croissant avec baguette, s'il vous plaît. Oh, it just rolls off my tongue still. So we do that, and then, oh, bit of history. Oh, we're in Rome, Vatican City. I saw the Pope, true story, you know? So these are actual, I'm not reading it out of a book, I'm seeing it for real, okay? Maths, right? How much is this fuel bill going to cost for this bloody camper van? That was like our maths lesson, all right? How much money is left in Dad's bank account? Yeah, so uh, we didn't have to add up much. It was uh, pretty easy maths. Nil, <laughs> but no, it was. Uh, I was very lucky as a child. Mum and Dad spent all their life savings on this travel experience, and just the home education came alongside with it. Now, over the years of home education, because I did it from 13 to 17, um... And I kind of realised that there's three types of home-eds, okay? Home-eds, it's it's the lingo, that's what we call it. Um, There's three types uh, of kids that are home-educated, okay? Because people just assume they're all weird, but they're not. A lot of them are, but... There's the super brainy ones that aren't stimulated by school, okay? So the parents take them out and they have to just... You see them on TV, actually, like these Britain's brainiest child. They're always really precocious and whatever, I'm, I wasn't one of them, I wasn't that brainy, um, but they take them out of school and the parents just fuel them with books and books and books, so that's one type, then you have the flip side like that, you have kids that have really severe learning difficulties, like dyslexia or ADHD, all these kind of things, and they really struggle in school and they bounce around from school to school maybe, and uh, so the parents take them out and they think we can do a much better job, nine times out of ten, they come out a lot better for not being at school honestly and the third type would be like a like circumstantial it depends on the circumstance so you may have a kid uh, with parents that have a job that moves around quite a lot that may be military or whatever posted so they can never settle into a school so they're just home ed um me and my sister i kind of i feel like we slotted into that category uh my sister may be towards the learning difficulty it's like that yeah she's fine she does all right um, but yeah we were circumstantial, we just went travelling and home education was the, the best way. Looking back now I feel like uh, my parents did really get into it though, they, they felt like they were part of a movement, you know, we used to go to this thing called HESFES which is home education something festival, H- oh, HESFES it was called, it was massive but good God, a lot of it is hippies, I'm very OCD, I like a clean, you know, clean clothes, clean bed, clean body, and uh, I'll tell you at Hestfest, there's some smelly people, women with hairy armpits, and, you know, trousers made out of curtains, and living in a teepee, very bizarre people, but it was, it was a good experience, but Good god, you wanna meet some interesting people, go to Hessfest, mark my words. It's probably the only place actually that I fitted in with my Diablo. Had one of those as a kid. Do you remember those? Diablos? Oof. Tell you what, I'm pretty good on those. Could do the whole walk the dog, the one-handed whip, the two handed flop. Oh, oh I was quality. But oh yeah, people with Diablos at Hesfest, the Poi Poi or whatever they call where you swing around. Had to go at that, always whacked myself in the bollocks. Um yeah, and all that kind of weird stuff, people playing quoits and croquet. Oh, it's just, it's like Alice in Wonderland. I felt like home education made me grow up quicker because of all these life skills and everything you're learning and uh, you're spending more time with your parents and so naturally you just act a bit more grown up. Um, but at the same time, I probably developed quite a bit of social ineptness, social awkwardness. Didn't really mix with other people. I had my group of my group of friends from primary school, which are still my I say group. It's three brothers, so it's like a collective one really, and that's it. Um, but other than that, I didn't really mix with people. My mum and dad uh, made me and my sister go to these home education meetings. Um, I think it was in Malvern near near me, and you just had to mix with other people that, uh, from your area that home educated. And we used to go. We used to just chat and stuff, I struggled doing that, but uh, I remember vividly, we had to do this, uh, like, dramatic arts performance at this local fete, and I, I thought originally the performance was just going to be, like, for our parents, which is okay, because I knew everyone, I knew everyone there, but when they revealed that you're doing it in front of about 100, 200 people at this fete, oh, no, I got so clammy and just the thought of it. See, I'm quite a, an outgoing, dramatic person, but I, I struggle with crowds. It's really bizarre. I can't even open birthday presents in front of people. You can ask my crew. I re- I literally nearly cried on my birthday this year because I had to open up wonderful presents, but I had to do it in front of everyone. Anyway, I digress. So we had to do this performance, and originally I was kind of a main role. I had a few lines and whatever, it was a very bizarre performance. It was to a Pink Floyd song, um, and anyway, I persuaded the teacher, the uh, the drama teacher, uh, that I was just going to do the music. So I was just going to press play and stop on the CD. Thank God. But I still had like to wear the outfit, and I had like this weird top hat and bow tie, and oh, it was all very bizarre. I don't think anyone at the fête got it. I we didn't do ourselves any favors we announced that we we're a home education, home education group and then we just did this bizarre rendition of a pink floyd song and there was lots of dancing and questionable outfits yes hmm not sure on that one but going on from the uh, the social awkwardness the moment i really struggled which I, I could have died oh i can picture it to this day oh it was awful so, even though we were home educated, we still did our GCSEs. We just did three courses. We did uh, English, Biology, and Maths. Basics, right? Uh, the reason we just did three is because you have to actually pay for the course if you're home educated. It's like three, 400 quid each. Mum and Dad thought, you know what? We'll give something, give you something to put on your CV. Couple of GCSEs. Let's hope you do well. So we had like a online tutor. Mum and Dad helped and stuff. And uh, we worked our way through our courses. And it was all fine. Like uh, We enjoyed the work. We just like knuckled down. I actually really enjoyed doing it. But when I found out we had to sit our exams at public state schools at the same time, we had to be within the same exam room as all the other students, that was just on my mind for the entire, however many months we were doing our course for. Um, So when we did our maths, We went to Balcaris, which is a school in Cheltenham. Huge school, like a thousand pupils. I don't know if that's a big school, but for me, that's a big school. A thousand pupils, a thousand students, and uh, we had to sit in the main hall and sit our maths exam with them. So there's me and my sister. We haven't been ingratiated in any kind of, you know, kid environment or student environment ever, really and we're there in our non-school uniform. I'm wearing a Lord of the Rings t-shirt with Legolas on the front, best character. Camouflage shorts, white trainers and white socks pulled up. My sister's wearing probably like flares and a purple gypsy hoodie. And uh, we're there and we're like, oh cool, we're going in first before everyone so we can just sit out the way. Oh no, 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 no. There was all the students from that year already in the hall. And the teacher's like, right, okay, we're just going to take you through now uh, to your seats. And I'm thinking, oh, God, I hope my seat is right near this door. Nope, wrong again. Open up the door and imagine, like, 300 eyes just look at you. And they're looking through me and they can see me in my Legolas top. Oh, God, I'm getting clammy thinking about it now. And there was some, like, just muttering and the teacher's like, quiet! shouting out there it was so stressful and our seats were in the far back corner of this room and we had to walk down the front we couldn't even walk down the sides we had to walk down the front with all these kids looking at me and my sister I was there head down head down I was just like looking at my pencil looking at my pen thinking oh I just wanted it to end it was all can you imagine it was awful it was like a pack of meerkats looking at a snake and I was the snake walking through their den oh it was awful so anyway we carried on walking some little prick some little gobby child did a wolf whistle at my sister's like like that teacher was like you Aaron get out like kicked him out that was his exam failed yeah he's gone straight to working in Tesco's I'm sure and uh and then we just carried on sat down Oh, we just got in our seats and then away we went, did our exam and I did uh, did all right. Got a B in English and a D in maths and D in biology, which I thought is all right for some home-educated kid. Yeah, We did move on, we did A-levels, I did geography, I can't remember what my sister did, and it was just too much. I think uh, I think the teachers, they push you in the right direction, you see, and say, oh, this is what you need to do to pass. Didn't have any of that. I was trying to learn what bloody sediment rock was. And uh, and how waterfalls formed. When I signed up for geography, I thought, right, what's it's going to be? What's the capital of France? Where would you find, you know, the Vatican City and all this? It was nothing like that. I had to do this experiment on potatoes and partially permeable membranes. What the hell's that about? Got a U? Yeah, I got a U. Didn't even pass. But yeah, just to round off quite nicely, uh, my summary of the education system. Do you need it? No, quite frankly, I've uh, I've done all right for myself. I have a great job, earn good money, and I get to travel the world, and it's amazing. I'll absolutely love it. Did all that without a degree, hey? Don't get me that's a whole new kettle of fish. But don't get me started on university and degrees. Waste of time. It's for people that don't want to accept the reality that they need to grow up. And start looking for a career. I get it. Oh, I'm ranting. I get it if you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, a dentist, uh, a vet. You know, really skilled, professional jobs. But the people that go to uni and they study media studies. And they watch films for three or four years. What are you doing with your life? You know the money you spend on uni? You could invest that. You could, oh, you could do anything. Oh... God, and you know what winds me up the most guys, is the fact you get these student loans, you don't even have to pay it off yeah, once you get to 30 or 40 or whatever it is they just write it off, it's gone I think it's 40, they just write it off it's gone, It's university's free they tell you it costs a lot of money, and it's free so you don't need education you don't, well you do, but you don't need the big hurrah Cambridge Oxford it's a load of waffle and before I continue to get angry, I think we'll just end the education segment there. And swiftly move on to a boat update. Cabin's So, oh, a lot's been happening. We have been moving around. Uh, we had uh, a bit of time in Barcelona. What a lovely city. I'm very excited to be going back there in uh, about two weeks. Two, three weeks Oh, it's, oh, it's going to be great um, And we went from there to Menorca Now, I went to Menorca as a baby I don't remember it And my thoughts now on Menorca Beautiful I think they call it I was talking to a tax driver And they call it the Baby Island Because A, it's the, one of the smallest Balearics But there's a load of English people And their kids there So, didn't see any of those Because we were just hanging around at sea But And then, uh, Moved across to Majorca, and I forgot how beautiful Mallorca is. Last time I was here was 2016. haven't been back since, and, oh, it's just, it's beautiful. Managed to go on a hike with the guests. That was quite an adventure. When I saw it was a hike, and I would be going, I thought, oh, it would be a nice little jolly, you know? But it was some Bear grills stuff, you know? There were ropes and rocks and dead goats. I kid you not. So that was good. And uh, just chilling in Palmer, we'll be moving on to Ibiza shortly. Lads, 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 love a bit of Ibiza. And that's going to pretty much round off our season. But, yeah, everything's going well. Still surviving, still floating. And uh, looking forward to recording a lot more episodes with you guys. Sorry if you didn't enjoy this episode. Please email me at cabin3podcast at gmail.com with your thoughts on subjects I should talk about. I've tried to steer away from the sports because I lost a lot of female listeners uh, during the sports period. That's kind of picked up. And I thought next week, well, I won't tell you. Just tune in next week. But anyway, you've been listening to the Cabin 3 podcast. I've been your host, Sam Stewart. And you've been with me in Cabin 3. Play the music! Cabin 3. On the seven cabin three. won't you come with me? I'm your host among names I'm from cabin three, cabin three.